Hi guys, it's Sister Spill and welcome back to Spillcast. So obviously it's been a while since I released my last episode. It's been two weeks and normally I upload podcast episodes every Monday, but I was actually out of town and so it made it a lot harder to record. Like I literally just had no time alone to do that. Um, I just left on a little vacation for um, a little while, longer than I thought. So that's why I originally thought I would just take a break from, from the podcast for a week, but ended up being two weeks. So I apologize, but yeah, I just went to my cabin and um, it's been nice to relax, but I also really, really miss recording this for you guys and doing this right now. It, it makes me feel really happy because um, I didn't realize how much I missed it. Um, but yeah, this episode is also special because um, it's an advice podcast part two, a follow-up to the one that I made before. And by the way, if you haven't listened to that one, maybe listen to that one. Um, If you're someone that's listening to this, uh, waiting for me to respond to like your thing that you wanted me to respond to, maybe if I don't respond to it, I've already responded to it in my first part. So if I didn't get to yours, then you should check my other episode out and see if I can help you there. But yeah, I'm so glad to be back and I really missed you guys. And um, it's been great to have a break, but now I'm I'm excited to come back and I haven't really made any videos either. I mean, I did make like two while on vacation, but it's kind of hard when like you're you're busy with other things. So yeah, I apologize for the little break that I've taken, but I'm back and I hope you guys really enjoy this episode because I think the advice podcast episode is something that I really like really liked doing just because I saw so many relatable things on there that like I've gone through and so I feel like it it's just so fun to like talk about it and hopefully help people out and a disclaimer I am not like some sort of therapist or anyone that is meant to give you like professional advice but as someone who's 16 years old maybe I can help you out with some things that are going on in your life um that I've gone through so yeah In other news, I know I've said multiple times that I would get a professional mic eventually, and I finally did. I just impulsively bought it. I spent some money, and I'm very excited for it to come. Um, It's coming probably within the next week, and so by then, hopefully, if I have videos out, um, you'll be able to hear better quality in not only my videos, but in this podcast, too, which I'm super excited about because this whole time I've just been using my iPhone 11, and sure, it's like a fine mic, but um, obviously, when I say certain words like popsicles or anything with like p's or t's it kind of pops into the microphone which is understandable every microphone does that but um hopefully it'll be lessened because i bought a little filter thing for the the mic and um that way you guys can not be so annoyed with my microphone quality so as i usually do i'm gonna get into some of the tea but since it's been two weeks since I last uploaded a podcast. Obviously, so, so much has happened. And I know some of you guys were probably expecting me to talk about the whole Charlie and Chase drama. And I hope you guys aren't tired of it because I will touch on it a little bit, but I'm not going to go way into the details because one, it was a little while ago. So maybe you guys are tired of hearing about it. And um, two, also just because there's some other tea that I'd like to touch on that's maybe newer. And I did already make a video on the Charlie and Chase drama. So like, If you really want to hear more on the situation from me, then you can watch my video. But yeah, diving into that, that whole situation literally shook me to the core. Like, I remember I was gone all day. I think I was... I can't remember what I was doing. I think I went to the beach or something like that. And I was gone all day. And I checked my phone at, like, the gas station. And I looked at TikTok room because that's where I get, like, all of my tea. TikTok room on Instagram. And I had seen 
that they posted so many things and i was like oh my god what is happening like of course of course i miss this of course i haven't like checked my phone all day and that was when all the charlie and chase drama was going on and i was just like this is a mess and after that like that whole night i was just refreshing my my feed like every second because i was like i need to like know what's going on so i can make a video and then it ended up being that like so much was going on that i'm like okay i can't make a video because more and more stuff keeps coming out every second like i don't want to like put out a video and then have like this huge thing happen and then people be confused so i ended up making the video a little bit like later than i wanted to but i feel like i still got it in the time frame it's just yeah um but the whole thing is just shocking i know that like charlie and chase have kind of um i guess become friends again but like to me it seems like there's still a lot of stuff that we don't know about behind the scenes that like went on between them and between all the hype house and like sway house members and i think it's just a whole whole mess and yeah it shouldn't have been put on the internet in the first place but at the same time i'm really grateful that they did put it on the internet because tea is some good entertainment and although it may have been immature for all of them to like speak on it um so much it <laughs> it entertained all of us i'm sure all of you guys were like so excited to see like what the new tea was so yeah i mean it seems like after that whole situation unfolded it just kind of went dead like ever since that huge drama happened i feel like yes there's been some little drama but it it seems really dead like recently like the tea just ever since that happened i don't know if that's just me but like i feel like there's nothing new obviously i can talk about some little things like um jaden hostler and mads lewis being back together um from the looks of it it looks like they're back together and if you guys didn't know they were dating like a couple months ago or like sometime last year and they broke up um and then they seem to get back together for a little bit or stay friends and then they seem to not stay friends and it was just i feel like they're a very on and off couple but at the same time like I really ship them. I've always shipped them. And so it makes me really happy to see them back together. But speaking of Jaden, he has been um, under fire lately just because of some of his old tweets that have resurfaced. And this has happened with him before because people found out he was like a Trump supporter and he had tweeted like some racist things or whatever. Um, but some new tweets came out and it was like him like supporting the KKK and some other crazy stuff. And so obviously I'm not saying that like supporting him and Mad's relationship, I support him as a person because I don't support what he said, but, um, I'm just saying that I do ship them together and I think they're really cute. So that's kind of the tea like revolving them. Another thing that I've gotten people to ask me about so, so much is the Charlie and Peaches drama. And I'm sure some of you guys are wondering why I never made a video on that and there's multiple reasons but the main thing is that like I don't really want to give Peaches attention she's clearly just a mentally disturbed sorry disturbed person and she has a lot of issues going on and I read things about how she like grew up as a like prostitute and had some like really hard issues growing up or whatever and so that's probably why she's like so twisted and messed up but um it does not excuse anything that she's done like she is horrifying in my opinion and if you didn't know um i'll like bleep the word out but you guys should know what i'm talking about just because i don't want to trigger anyone but um peaches was threatening to send like a 30 year old man to rape charlie which is obviously super super serious and like super scary and i just can't imagine what she was feeling because if i were her like i would be absolutely terrified like the way that peaches was describing what she was going to do to charlie and like all this stuff was just so horrifying and i just i can't with that so um it seems to have blown over mostly but like 
there's no telling what peaches is gonna do i think her instagram account is like deactivated last i checked but i don't know like she's probably gonna come back and her tiktok got banned so that's good at least but like i i am scared for charlie but at the same time i know that she has a lot of family and friends that are there for her and also like surveillance at her house and security and whatever so i think she's gonna be okay but for those of you who asked me to make a video on this i got so many requests but like i chose not to because like i said i didn't want to give peaches more attention and also i felt like it was more serious than just like a a tea topic if you know what i mean like i could have made a video but it I, I didn't really want it to be like, oh my god, like, what's Charlie doing to Peaches? Or, what's Peaches doing to Charlie? Sorry. Um, it, like, because that kind of lessens the value of the situation, I feel like. I don't know. I just, I felt like it was a much more serious matter. And so, for that reason, I didn't really make a video. And also, just because it's such a, like, sensitive and mature topic, there's, like, a limit to what I can say in my YouTube videos. And so, I was just, like, if I do upload a video, it's probably going to be pretty censored and people just aren't going to know what's happening. So, I just chose not to make one. Um, there is more tea, but I honestly can't think of any right now off the top of my head because everything is just kind of dead right now, like I said. But, um... Aside from those topics, I feel like those are the biggest ones that I wanted to touch on. So if you want me to touch on anything else, you can always DM me. But um, I want to get into the advice now because I'm very excited to do this. And I hope that I'm not rambling too much. But here we go. Okay, I have a crush on someone who is three years older than me. What do I do? So I don't think there's anything specific that you could do in this situation i mean if you have a crush you have a crush i mean i'm sure that we've all had crushes on people that are older than us but if it's something that like you would genuinely like want like if you want a relationship with this person or whatever like i guess it just depends on the context if you already talk to them or if you think maybe they like you or anything um since it's so vague i don't know if i can help you too much but i can just give you like a broad answer i don't think that that's something you really do about unless you want to be bold and like talk to them about it how do I deal with a toxic sibling? Okay, so I have one sibling. Um, he's my little brother, and I don't really think that, like, he's toxic necessarily, but I've definitely had, like, toxic moments with him. So I can kind of see where you're coming from, um, although I haven't personally dealt with that. But I do have a friend that has dealt with that. And so what I can say for that is just remember that they are your family. So obviously, like, you should still care about them and stuff like that. But anyone who's toxic is, is toxic. So if someone's really bad for you, then, you know, do what you have to do to care, take care of yourself. Like, don't use the fact that they're your sibling to be like, oh, it's fine. This is what siblings do. Like, no, if they're genuinely being toxic towards you, then you need to have a talk with them or talk with your parents. And if you have done that and it hasn't worked, then I, I honestly don't know. But um, just do what's best for yourself. Okay, so I did touch on this in my first podcast episode, but I really want to emphasize it. Someone asked about mental health, productivity, motivation, and how to bring your life back together. So all of these things are obviously things that like people struggle with daily. I know I personally do struggle with that, like just being motivated to want to get out of bed and stop watching TikToks or like actually do something with my life is really hard. But um, I think the number one thing I can tell you, and I said this in my um, other episodes, but please like try and get into meditation and i know from an outside perspective if you've never tried it like you're probably like oh that sounds like some weird like hippie guru stuff like i don't think that's for me just try it one time literally go on youtube look up like five minute or ten minute like meditation or whatever and you may not like understand what 
it like does or anything but there's been studies that prove that like people who meditate every day like are more positive they get more things done blah 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 like meditation is just really good for your mind and it just it's literally like a time where you just breathe and stuff and it can help clear your head so if you want to get into that then i feel like that can actually really help you like get motivated because when you're just in your thoughts and sitting there like sometimes that's when you can i don't know help yourself the most if that makes sense but i could i could talk about this for a whole podcast episode so if you guys are really interested interested in this um i gotta just make a separate episode about like meditation or like my personal experiences with like what i do to get motivated um because i could talk a lot but i don't want to take up the whole time so i got a couple about um advice on moving to a new school and i can definitely help with that because i i've been there um for high school i actually moved to a new school apart from like where all my friends that i grew up with like in elementary and middle school went and so obviously like as a shy person too that was really hard for me because i was like oh my god like what am i gonna do because i don't know anyone like i literally did not know anyone we had moved houses too so we were living in like a different like city still in the same state like not that far away like 20 minutes away but like it was still a whole new area so i literally like didn't know anyone and it was really scary for me but what i can tell you guys about moving to a new school is that if you come into it with a positive like mindset it can really change your whole experience like obviously if you're thinking about oh i'm gonna make no friends it's gonna be horrible like it will be because you have that mindset so just come into it with like the brightest possible mindset you can because I mean like it's fine to worry I did the same like I should not be talking I literally cried about it because it was so scary but um now being into like my third year in high school or going into it um it's it's really not as scary like it's just like when you dip your toe in the pool and you're testing the water and seeing how warm it is um it's harder to kind of like know what's happening and then when you jump into the pool it's like wow this is not that bad like sorry that was kind of a bad analogy but like you get what I'm saying so yeah I think it depends on your mindset and also just know that like if you are truly worried about like making friends or anything like that like I wouldn't worry just because as someone who I literally did not have friends at one point um there's there's always someone there for you even if it doesn't seem like it like there's no way that you won't make any friends like there's no way I know for some of you that might not sound very reassuring but like I promise you there's someone for everyone and there's a personality that matches with yours so even if it takes a while like it took me a while you'll find them I promise how to snap a girl and get good conversations rolling okay so um this is different because I feel like it's mostly girls asking me this stuff, but since you're coming from the other perspective, um, this is actually really fun because I, from my experience, whenever people try and talk to me, I feel like um, the number one people, the number one thing that people say is like, what are you doing? Or like, what's up? Or how are you? Or whatever. And like, okay, those are cool, like basic conversation starters, but I feel like what most people want to talk about, unless they're like really not into that, I don't know, is like, deeper stuff or stuff like what's your I don't know like what's your dream vacation or what do you want to do in life or where's your favorite place to go or where were you born like I know some of those can still be kind of basic but like delve deeper you know I just feel like most people think that 
the way to get to know someone is asking their favorite color or favorite food or something but like I feel like there's just so much more to know about people than that like that's just scratching the surface so I just feel like you can get to know people so much better if you like actually ask them deeper questions (laughs) so as for like talking to a girl and stuff I just feel like um be yourself first of all because if you're acting like someone you're not and then they find out that you're someone you're not then they're gonna like that other version of you so like just be yourself social pressure okay so this is a really good one because um being in high school obviously that's where like a lot of pressure comes in because people like to do drugs or drink or whatever like whatever it may be there's always social pressure i know that happens um more in like high school but it's definitely there in middle school for sure that's when people are kind of figuring out like what kind of things they're interested in and whatever so if you're ever in a situation where you feel uncomfortable just know that like even if you feel like you may look dumb to other people in the moment like do not do anything that you're not comfortable with because I promise you like that one situation is so small compared to like your whole life so if you think that like you're getting into something that you truly don't want to do don't do it and I know that's easier said than done because I've definitely been in situations where it's like Um, people are offering me something or trying to get me into something that I don't want to do and I've kind of just been coerced into it and I'm like okay whatever but like that's not the way to go because then you're just going to regret it and you're I don't know it's it's just not the best all around but social pressure is definitely um, a real thing and it's hard when maybe all of your friends are doing this one thing and you're the only one that doesn't but I've been that person so many times in social gatherings or just hanging out with friends and what I've learned is that people honestly don't care that much like if you're not into something just say no and they'll be like okay cool or if you want you can lie if you really want to but I would not suggest that but like if you really want just lie and be like oh no like I don't feel like it or whatever like do whatever you need to do to get yourself out of that situation i just think that the worst thing you can do is actually give in to the peer pressure i compare myself to others all the time also i get skinny shamed okay so first of all i'm so sorry that people are body shaming you because that is not okay at all and i'm glad that you brought up skinny shaming because a lot of people kind of think of like fat shaming or just like shaming people that are overweight or whatever and that's definitely not the only type of body shaming people who are super skinny get shamed all the time and people call them twigs and sticks and whatever like i definitely know people who have been in those situations and and i think that people need to realize that body shaming can be on all types of bodies but as for comparing yourself to other people that is something that every single person struggles with and i have touched on this before but i'll do it again um i i struggle with it i think everyone struggles with it every single day but it just depends on how much you struggle with it or how you learn to like deal with it and manage it and i think that a good way to do that is just truly like think about why you're comparing yourself like I just I feel like if you truly like reflect on yourself and think about what you like about yourself you realize that there's a lot more than you think and like if you truly imagine yourself in like someone else's body or like looking like someone else you probably would feel uncomfortable because that's not you like yeah you may want to look like them but then you wouldn't be yourself like you would be someone else another thing that i've also mentioned before is affirmations and if you don't know what those are it's literally like you can just look up like self-love affirmations on google or whatever i know it feels dumb but just 
like go stand in front of the mirror or something and then say them or just like record yourself on your voice memos and listen to it every morning it can literally change things so much because if you hear the same thing over and over like i love myself or i'm beautiful or people are attracted to me or whatever like it may sound so silly but like if you truly like keep saying that you're gonna start to believe it and your confidence will be boosted so that's my personal tip how do you know if your friends truly care about you? Okay, so this is a good one. Um, I feel like from experience having a lot of like really long friendships, I have one friend that I've literally known since I was a baby. So like we have a really, really strong friendship. Um, I feel like that gives me some credibility. I also have two best friends that I've known since first grade. So we're on like what, 11 years of friendship or something like that, which is crazy. So I definitely know like which friends care about me and which ones don't as much and what I would say is probably the friends that are actively checking up on you and not using you for personal gain and what I mean by that is I've definitely had friends in the past who only texted me when they needed something from me or they'll only talk about themselves and not ask me how my day was or ask me what's going on in my life and so it's just a whole like one-sided friendship so check your friendships and if you have any people in your life that are like this I'm not saying like immediately cut them out or whatever i'm just saying be aware of that and know that maybe they're not like true friends because i i've definitely been in situations where like one of my friends has just been talking about herself and all her life problems and whatever and then when i'd finally get a chance to speak i'd say something and she would show little to no interest and it hurt because i was like i literally just listened to you rant for an hour and you barely will listen to me i just feel like if you pay attention there's a lot of signs that people care or don't care about you so if you just kind of look out for that then i think that can really help you how do you spark creativity i have depression and i have a hard time getting creative so um although i don't have depression i definitely definitely have gone through phases where it's so hard for me to like want to do stuff or even if i want to do stuff i just literally have nothing to do so i just feel like um a lot of times like the internet can help with that because i'll see like a video or like a craft or something and then i'll be like that looks cool and then i'll like do it the biggest thing is actually doing it like there's a difference between seeing something that's like fun or thinking of something that you would want to do and actually like initiating it and making it happen and i just feel like if you find little hobbies to do like maybe you like going on walks maybe you like skateboarding maybe you want to learn how to paint or you want to paint your nails or do some sort of hair thing or play the piano or learn a language like there's so many things you can do it's just you have to find what's for you and kind of motivate yourself to want to change your life what to do when someone doesn't text you back for 10 hours even if you're friends okay so it depends on the context like i've said before um i mean if this is like your really really close friend and like they're you think they're like purposely ignoring you that's definitely weird and like i would maybe text them again and um say like hey what's going on why are you not answering me but at the same time i know that like on snapchat that's kind of where i mostly communicate with my friends a lot of times like my friends will like not open my snap for like 10 hours or one of my friends has let me on delivered for like 17 hours or something like that like it doesn't really mean anything in that sense but i'm guessing you're actually talking about someone who's like you were expecting a response from and um they didn't respond so yeah i would just text them again and ask them what's going on because that's it is a little odd <laughs> depending on the context this next one is definitely heavy and i'm like i wasn't gonna read this but i do feel like i want to help in some way so i'll help as much as i can but um 
I caught my dad cheating on my mom while my mom was out of town. I'm not sure if I should tell her and if I do, how? So this one is super, super like sad. And first of all, I'm so sorry that you're going through this and you have to be the one with that burden because you're just carrying this really heavy secret and you don't know what to do with it. So I'm really, really sorry that you're going through this. Um, Honestly, I don't know if I can give you advice because that's something that is so like personal and serious that like I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to give you advice because I wouldn't want to do the wrong thing. But all I can say is whatever you decide, make sure that it's the best for you and your family and your mom and whatever. And just think about it from all perspectives and all sides and good luck with whatever happens. But I I don't know if I'd be comfortable with actually telling you what to do because that is that is a really tough situation. My dream job is to become an actress, but I'm shy and I have social anxiety. Okay, so I have touched on this before, but I am shy too, and I would consider myself to have, like, at least a little bit of social anxiety. Um, it depends on the situation, but I I think that if it's your, your true dream, like, don't let that stop you. And, like, what I mean by that is that if you constantly tell people, oh, like, I'm shy, I have social anxiety, like, whatever, like, you're basically accepting the fact that those things are stopping you. So... If you if you think about it from the perspective of like I really want to become an actress then do everything you can to push past that that anxiety because I know that it's like it's not something that you can just turn off and be done with like I know being a shy person myself like so many people have just been like why are you so shy like why can't you stop being shy well because that's my personality like i i just can't but it does get better over time and the more you like step out of your comfort zone the better it does get and i always hated people telling me that like step out of your comfort zone like it's really annoying but like it's true every little step that you take to step out of your comfort zone and do something that you normally wouldn't do because your shyness or social anxiety is stopping you like it truly like adds up and helps and like like I mentioned earlier in the podcast I had to leave all my friends that I grew up with and go to a whole new high school that was extremely out of my comfort zone but actually going to a new school helped me become less shy because I was forced to talk to new people and so obviously things like that can just really help I've been having a dream about the same guy a few times a year for three years. I usually forget dreams, but I always remember this one so well, and I was wondering if he knew if it meant anything. By the dream, by the way, the dream is a good dream about us on an adventure. Okay, so honestly, I'm not someone that like dreams a lot, or at least I don't remember my dreams. So I'm also not like a dream expert, but I do know that like a lot of times dreams have like hidden meanings and stuff. So I personally don't know, but I would say you should look that up because that's super interesting and maybe it like means something. How to get over a guy. Okay, so I feel like probably the best way to do this is to stop seeing all of his best qualities. And what I mean by that is that a lot of people I feel like tend to not get over people because they're just looking at one version of them. They're they're looking at the perfect version of them instead of like actually realizing that maybe they weren't the best person and I know that like I've done that before I've kind of ignored like bad qualities in people because I'm like oh but they're so nice or like I really care about them and I'm like well it's fine if they did like a few little bad things like no (laughs) you just kind of have to get into that mindset that like they're not in your life for a reason and um as far as like getting over someone sometimes I feel like that's kind of harsh like if you are truly attached to someone like don't force yourself to get over that person because I feel like then it's just gonna make it worse like slowly just kind of 
detach yourself from that person if you still talk to them maybe talk to them less if you still follow them on social media maybe unfollow them um it really just depends okay so here's one that was basically the same as the one i talked about a few minutes ago but it says what do i do if one of my best friends is answer my text messages and i'm just gonna reiterate what i said if your best friend is truly like not answering your text messages that's definitely different from like snapchat like your friends just not opening their, your snapchats but like if it's an actual text message then i think that either you call them and kind of like take them off guard um or message them again i met someone new but i'm still kind of stuck on the last person so what i'm going to say about this is that it's perfectly okay for you to still be stuck on the last person that you were into but don't take that energy and put it into the new person because the last thing you would want to do is lead that new person on and make them think that you like them much more than you actually do when in reality you're stuck on the last person so i'm just saying that like make sure you're ready to have something with a new person before you do that because you don't want anyone to get hurt what to do with a toxic friendship so if you want to know about this go to my last advice podcast or my first one because that's the only one i ever did um and i talk about this my girlfriend lives in Georgia and I live in Finland. Okay, so that is a huge gap. That's a long distance between you guys. Um, props to you for making it work. Um, I would say about like a long distance relationship, that's obviously really hard. And I know that in a lot of situations, they don't work out. So if you guys have any way of like, I don't know what the context is, if you guys have met, how long you guys have known each other, whatever, but like if you truly care about her, um, I think that anything can work. You just kind of have to be really good at communication. Another one about friends and texts, I didn't realize how popular this was, but should I be worried if my friend is not answering my texts? And yes, I think you should be worried, but it again depends on the context. If you guys were in a fight and they're not answering your text, maybe they need some time to cool off or if nothing happened and they're not answering your text then that's definitely weird i'm falling in love with my boy best friend and we've dated before but i don't know how to tell him okay so this is complicated because you said that you're falling in love with him but you guys have dated before so i don't know what happened to make you guys break up or whatever but um if you truly have feelings for him then i would let him know because communication is best but at the same time keep in mind that like it could mess up your friendship if you guys break up again should you give up on trying with someone who only sees you as a friend so this is definitely a tough situation i know people who have been in the situation where they like someone but they know that that person doesn't like them back and just sees them as a friend and it's an awkward situation on both sides for sure um i would say that like if you are a thousand percent sure that they only see you as a friend then i wouldn't say necessarily give up but kind of back up a little bit because you want to make sure that you're not making that person uncomfortable i mean you should make sure that you're respecting their boundaries if they only see you as a friend then they see you as a friend and it sucks but like that's that's the universe telling you it was not meant to be and you'll find someone else but don't push anything because i feel like that just makes it worse i'm also getting a lot about self-love and i have touched on this before but again i would say affirmations meditation i know that sounds so weird it it does like i used to be one of those people that was like that's so weird like is that like some weird yoga thing like no it's it's something that i think everyone should try and maybe it's not for you but like you should try it out um and other than that self-love is just it's all in your head it's literally all in your head it's a mental thing so if you can just break that barrier whatever is blocking you from not liking yourself maybe it's social media or tiktok so maybe delete tiktok i don't know but you got to figure out what's 
keeping you from loving yourself and and cut that out of your life best ways to make money as a teen okay so obviously before i made my youtube channel i was broke like i had maybe a couple hundred dollars because um i don't know i feel like i'm pretty good at saving my money so like i had more than most people my age but like still i didn't have much money at all and like i had to pay for my own phone so obviously that was like draining my bank account but what i can say is that even if i didn't have my youtube channel there are a lot of other ways that i could have made money and uh the first thing of course is a job but i know some of you guys may not be able to maybe there's not any good jobs around you or maybe you're scared to during the pandemic or maybe you're just not old enough like i know for a while i couldn't work anywhere because i was 15 and most jobs were only taking 16 year 16 year olds so that was really hard but um other than a job if you don't get a job then i would say there's a lot of things that you could do such as maybe asking around your neighborhood i don't know what kind of neighborhood you live in but like um i know a lot of times people need help with like their yards or if they're out of town they want you to watch their house or their pets or water their plants or whatever like i just feel like um being active around the neighborhood can earn you some money or if you want to talk to your parents about maybe things that you can do to help them maybe you do like big jobs for them like maybe you like clean out their car and they give you 10 bucks like little things like that can add up so if you really need money i feel like there's a lot of ways to do that um aside from those basic things i know that like some other people try and resort to other ways of earning money like i've remember watching all these youtube videos about people who like took surveys and earned money and stuff but i would say don't waste your time chasing all these apps like those apps that say um earn money while walking like don't do that because first of all i'm pretty sure none of those apps really work or even if they do it's just kind of not the best way to earn money um but maybe just get creative with it um I don't care if you're 16 years old, do a lemonade stand or something or um, open an, an Etsy shop and make like bracelets or tie dye shirts or I don't know, like just get crafty and sell things or sell treats or, you know, whatever. I'm moving to another country, Spain, and I don't know how to get any friends. So um, if you are moving to Spain and you have any sort of family or maybe it's like even a family friend or something maybe ask around and see if they have like any um kids or if they just know any places where you can meet people and if you truly like if it's like something for your dad's work or something like that and like you're literally like you have no idea who anyone is there then I would say just the worst thing you, you can do is like stay home and obviously coronavirus but I mean like in general don't just stay home and wait for the friends to come to you like you have to actively kind of try and make friends and so i believe in you you can do this even just like going out to the park or i i don't really know because it's spain i i haven't been to spain i wish i have but um whatever is kind of popular there popular sorry i can't talk popular there maybe go check that out or um join some sort of like club or class or you know whatever how can i use my time wisely to plan for my own podcast so to plan for your own podcast um i would say just like maybe write down everything that you want to do so um one buy a mic or two um figure out how to upload my podcast like whatever um i feel like uploading a podcast and making it in general is actually like way less time than i thought it would be i thought it would be more complicated but like if you're just making a podcast from home like doing something really simple and beginner like it's it's actually not that difficult so just if 
making a podcast is something you truly want to do you can find the time to do it i called another guy hot while i have a boyfriend is that wrong okay so i'm not gonna judge you for anything that you're doing but i'm gonna say in general if you're dating someone all your attention should be on them so if you're finding other guys attractive i just feel like maybe that's a little unloyal to him and if you're calling someone hot like you're obviously flirting with that other person and it's not your boyfriend so i just feel like that's probably not the best decision and if you're doing that and you're focused on other people maybe you're not getting as much as you want out of your relationship and maybe you kind of have to reflect on that i don't know but like uh personally i just feel like that's probably not the best decision just because i mean how would you feel if your boyfriend did that to another girl you know what i mean so just kind of think about it how do i tell someone i don't want to be friends with them okay so i was actually in a situation like this the other day but it was also just like it was like with a weird person that i didn't know that was trying to be friends with me but like i've also been in actual situations like this and it's always really awkward and hard because like you don't want to hurt this person's feelings but at the same time like you got to do what's best for yourself and so if someone is wanting to be friends with you and you don't want to be friends with them that's perfectly fine just let them down in the nicest way possible if they're texting you every day maybe kind of be a little more dry with them or whatever or you can straight up tell them and tell them in the nicest way say hey i don't think this is working out for me or i don't think our personalities really match up or i don't know but that's up to you i get really nervous when i meet new people especially guys okay so i've definitely been this person i still am this person but i've gotten better um meeting new people is really scary because i always feel so awkward and i'm like hi like i don't really know what to say and i i just always feel so weird and obviously first impressions are really important because the first impression someone gets of you always sticks in their mind and that's probably always going to be there impression of you in some sense so like obviously i can see how that's nerve-wracking i mean first impressions are very important so when you're first meeting someone people really analyze you um and that's not to make you even more nervous but i'm just you know letting you know where it comes from i definitely think it's a mental block thing i mean if you're constantly worrying about it like um thinking about every different scenario or what do they think of me or whatever like I think that's definitely going to affect the way that you act around that person. So I would say just take a deep breath. That's so basic, but like actually breathing helps a lot and do what you need to do to calm yourself down. But um, what I've learned over the course of meeting a lot of people, because like I said, I had to move school, so I had to like meet people and stuff. um, Ask them questions about themselves because people love to talk about themselves. So even if you're really nervous, still kind of ask them, a question because then at least they know that you're interested in talking to them because i feel like it's almost worse to be silent because i've had those situations where people meet me and i'm like quiet and then they think that like i don't like them or something when in reality i'm just too shy to talk to them so it's all about like the vibe you give off so don't worry about it too much here's another similar one um how do i lose feelings for someone so like i've said before don't rush it don't force yourself to lose feelings for someone because that's gonna it's just gonna hurt you in the long run like if you're actively trying to lose feelings for someone like that's you're forcing it you know you can't force anything you have to let things go naturally so like i said unfollow that person on social media don't pay attention to them don't talk to them whatever like even if that seems harsh do what you have to do for yourself to make yourself better and healthier and i think it'll work out
my sister's going to college next month and I'm gonna miss her. Um, this makes me so sad because I'm realizing that I'm going to college in literally two years and I feel like I just barely started high school. So it's the weirdest thing to think about and I just can't believe that I'm gonna leave my little brother and my family. So obviously from that perspective, it's really sad, but like I can't imagine what my brother's gonna do without me. Like I know like we argue a lot and whatever, like sometimes he he acts like he doesn't like me but like i know that when i leave it's gonna be sad so from his perspective like that's really sad so i can definitely see how that's really upsetting when someone that's been there your whole life is just leaving but i would say get into the mindset that you're happy for her and like i'm not saying that you're not but just like keep reminding yourself that like she's going to college she's growing up and one day you're gonna do the same and your parents will be alone so like just I don't know don't don't be too sad about it just kind of look at it in the positive light like I'm so happy that she's doing this and I'm so happy that she's successful and whatever fake friends and how to leave them but how to stay on good terms with them okay so like I said I have touched on things with fake friends and stuff but leaving them on good terms is always hard because if you realize you have a fake friend a lot of times you want to lash out at them or end the the friendship like in a toxic way or you just want to end it being rude to them or whatever um and even if that's not the case I know a lot of times it's just still weird between you guys so there's not really a way to have it left on good terms but what I've noticed is that if you kind of give it a break after a couple months of like not being friends with them and then you kind of text them later on because by then they're in a different mind space and they've processed everything that happened and whatever like if you text them after the whole situation and are just like hey i hope you're doing well and like i apologize for anything that went down i hope you're doing well and i just you know wanted to let you know i still care about you whatever like that's being on good terms but also remind them that like it doesn't mean you want to be friends with them again it just means that you still care about them I don't really need advice, but are you going to sell merch? Um, I don't know if I've talked about this in my podcast before, but I definitely, definitely want to sell merch. So you guys should look out for that soon. But if you have any suggestions, you can always DM me because I, I'm not quite sure what I want to do yet. How do I avoid toxicity at school? Okay, so I don't think there's any way to avoid toxicity just because there's toxic people and things everywhere you go but I guess just make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that line up with like your values and are just like making you happy you know and so as long as you have like a good support base if you do run into people that are toxic like you're you're not going to care as much because you know that like you have support behind you and that's all I can really say about that how do I know what to draw? Um, I'm not an artist or anything, so I wouldn't know. And I'm sure if you're asking me this, you've probably drawn like everything you can think of. So if you can't think of anything new to draw, maybe um, ask some of your friends or family. And if you've already done that, then I would just resort to the internet. I feel like the internet has literally like infinite ideas. So I'm sure there are like lists out there of things. Advice on waking up earlier. Okay, so I should not be any in any place to tell you guys this because I've been waking up so late lately. Um, I've literally been waking up at like 10.30 or 11, which is so bad because I used to be like such a, a morning person, but I'm not anymore. Um, it's because I stay up to like 2 a.m. every morning. But um, I would say just 
for whatever reason you're doing it for like I don't know if it's to get up and exercise I don't know if it's just because you want to be up earlier I don't know if it's because your parents are bugging you about it but like if you want to wake up earlier then you gotta fix your sleep schedule so if you're going to bed really late obviously you're gonna want to sleep in so maybe go to bed earlier and then you're obviously gonna wake up earlier or set an alarm or whatever you have to do Okay, so this next one is literally the exact, exact situation that one of my close friends was just in. So I'm thankful that you came for me, came to me for this because I know how she dealt with it. So maybe you can deal with it this way too. But um, this person said, I have a friend who is very depressed, but at the same time toxic. How do I tell her that I don't want to be friends with her anymore without making her more depressed? She's always been rude to me and never helps me or cares about me. She only texts me when she wants me to help her, but never hears me out. Sorry for this long message. So no worries. Um, I'm glad that I'm getting longer messages too. But um, this is, like I said, the exact situation that one of my close friends was just in. Her friend was very depressed, doing things, um, lashing out, just only like calling her when she wanted to rant or whatever but never asking that friend about her life or what was going on with her and so obviously that's a very toxic thing and it's not someone you want as a friend and so that was really hard for her because she was like okay well I know she's depressed but I don't want to be friends with her anymore so how do I tell her I don't want to be friends without making her act up or you know and that's definitely a tough decision because if you know someone's depressed you don't want to add on to their depression like obviously even if you don't want to be friends with them anymore you still care about them and so that is an extremely extremely hard like thing but I feel like at one point you have to stop worrying about that friend and do what's best for yourself sometimes you have to be selfish and I don't want to call it selfish because it's not selfish like it's not selfish to care about yourself and like take care of yourself first it seems like you're probably putting her as a priority like lately so that's probably draining literally all of your energy because you're just caring so much about her and and that just affects your mental health because you don't get any time for yourself and I, I know how that is because like I said I know people who have gone through this but at one point you really just have to look back and be like okay I can't do this anymore like as much as I care about you, this is ruining my mental health, and at this point, um, I'm going to do what's best for me. And I know that can be really, really hard to walk away, and I'm not saying that, you know, you can't still care about them, and you can text them and check up on them, but, like, at one point, you need your own space, so you need to communicate that to them. How to forget old memories with someone. Okay, so, unless these memories are, like, super traumatic and scarring to you, I feel like forcing yourself to forget memories is actually not a good thing and what I mean by that is that like every single thing that you do in your life defines you and I just feel like if you're trying to forget part of yourself or something that's happened to you um like I said unless it's like really really traumatic I'm not trying to be insensitive or anything but like if you're trying to forget a part of you I just feel like that's it doesn't seem right to me I don't know like maybe this is someone that you just had a really bad friendship with or maybe it's like a relationship thing or something like let's say it's like someone you broke up with and you don't want to remember anything that happened with them like I totally understand that because when you're hurt and stuff like you just want to forget about everything and you just want to move on but forcing yourself to forget about that stuff I just feel like is not the way to go and that's because everything that you do in your life is important and you have to look back at sometimes and be like wow that sucked but like I'm better now like I don't know I just feel like don't forget about something just because it hurts I feel like working through it is a lot better 
But like I said, not trying to be insensitive in any way. I know that some people go through really, really hard stuff and they just want to completely forget. And so if that's the case, then I honestly, I don't think you can forget. But I think that there are ways that you can maybe block it out. I just think that that's probably not the healthiest. How to think before speaking. I'm an extrovert. Okay, so being an introvert, I can't really like speak from experience. But I have known people that like don't really think what they're saying before they say it and then it can come out wrong or like it's just not a good situation so i can see why you would definitely um want some advice on that and i would say just before you say things like just kind of take a deep breath think about what the response would be to that think about like if you're talking to a friend or something and you want to say something just like think about how the conversation would go beforehand in your head and then say it i know that's hard if like you're just used to blurting things out but like if you just train your mind to be that way then yeah how can i come out to friends and family so i feel like this one is also something that i probably shouldn't give advice on just because like i haven't gone through this but um i'm sure you're asking me because you want advice so i'm gonna try and do my best but if you are struggling with how to do this um do what makes you comfortable if the thought of sitting down with your friends or family in person and telling them about this scares you a lot then don't do it that way i mean maybe send a text or write a note or if you're over at a friend's house and you want to like tell your parents or something maybe do it while you're at your friend's house so you don't have to like be there in person with your parents or maybe go on a walk and you know write something to them like i i honestly don't know because obviously i haven't had to go through this but um i wish you the best of luck and you can do this just don't do anything before you're ready don't force yourself because you feel like you have to just do whatever feels good to you how to tell if a boy likes you okay so I really think it depends on the person because so many people send mixed signals and girls think that a guy likes them and then they actually turn out not liking them and people just get confused. So like I said, it depends on the person, but I would say like in general, like the majority of people, you can tell if they like you, if they're always finding a reason to talk to you, if they look at you a lot, um, if they want to hang out with you, lots of things like that. And I guess the difference between that and someone who just wants to be your friend is, like, this person genuinely seems interested in, like, you and your life and, like, wants to, like, seems to want to be with you, if that makes sense. I don't know. I just feel like you can tell the difference. Like, when you know someone likes you, you know. Okay, this next one says, my school is really strict. I'm not allowed to block anyone from our school because it's a form of bullying. Like most schools, a lot of my girls, a lot of the girls are really toxic, so they send me a lot of mean messages. The last time I stood up for myself, I was being called dramatic, but I really wasn't. I need to block these people because they're just so toxic, but I'll get in trouble. Help. Um, Okay, so this is honestly making me mad because I don't know why your school would not allow you to block people like it just doesn't seem like something that the school should have power over I mean whatever feuds you have going on outside of school I just feel like they shouldn't really um get involved with that too much and it seems like you you're really struggling with toxic people at your school so like I don't see why you shouldn't be allowed to block them um I don't know I just I don't see that as bullying at all. If you you block someone on social media, you're doing it for 
yourself like that's not bullying anyone it's honestly better to block them instead of sending them a nasty message like i just i think that's that's really stupid honestly and so what i would do is literally contact the school like i don't know if that makes you scared but i would do that because that's the only really like solution i see to that because i i just hate toxic people and girls that bring other girls down and so if you're really struggling with this and they're not letting you do what would make you feel better in this situation then you need to talk to the school like send them an email maybe have your parent talk to them or call them or something like that or you know email a teacher or anything like that uh and just say hey like i'm dealing with these really toxic people and i don't think it's fair that you're not letting me block them because you say it's a form of bullying because this is what's best for me and i just don't think it's fair blah 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 so i really hope you can figure that one out and then this person also sent another one that said i'm really insecure and have bad social anxiety but i cover it up by being arrogant so again speaking on like insecurities and social anxiety that's a really really tough thing to deal with for sure and i just think um it's it's not something that you can fix overnight it's just gradual so again step out of your comfort zone um do things that you wouldn't normally do but as far as like coming off arrogant um i feel like i've definitely done that before like like i said people will get the wrong first impression of me because i'm just shy and they think that i don't like them or i'm rude but in reality i just didn't want to talk and so i just think that like the less shy you get the less you would have to worry about that and I feel like this is horrible advice because it's not something that like I said you can't just turn it off like it's not easy to make go away it's always going to be there with you but you can find ways to control how bad that social anxiety is and I I feel like that's the best advice I can give you I don't know if that helps at all but hopefully it does at least a little bit this next one is definitely the heaviest one that I've talked about or mentioned or whatever, um, but here we go. Um, I'm an 18-year-old girl from Germany. I have a younger brother, my mom and dad, and my mom and dad. My mom already had cancer back in 2016. It was breast cancer. The surgeons removed the tumor, and she got chemo for six months, and after that, she was cancer-free. About two years later, in June 2018, the cancer came back, this time in her lungs, liver, and bones. She got several chemo and other treatments, but they only worked for a few months. Now the cancer has made its way into her brain. She has several several tumors in her brain, and neither of us knows how long she can fight this battle. I'm already doing anything I can do to help her and my dad on a daily basis, even though I have to study for my exams because I graduated two days ago. I'm really scared of the day when she won't be with us anymore. I've been crying for days, and even my best friend couldn't take this fear away from me. She tried her best, but it scared her, too, because we're friends since kindergarten, and she knows my mom pretty well. My dad tried tries his best to deal with it, but I know he's also really scared. My brother doesn't say anything about it. I'm not quite sure how he processes this, or if he thinks about it at all. I hope you have some advice for me. I love your videos and podcasts so much. I didn't even like podcasts before I heard yours. Greetings from Germany. Sorry if I made my mistakes in the grammar. I'm not a native speaker. So, first of all, um... I wish you the best in everything and I'm so sorry that you're going through this and obviously this is extremely extremely hard first of all um your English was great um no issues with that and I want to start off by saying um and I didn't really think that I would say this but after reading your message I feel like it helps for me to say this um 
my mom actually did have breast cancer as well um hers was not as bad as your mom's obviously because she's alive and well but she had it twice and the fact that she had it twice meant that the second time it was it was stage four because it came back and so obviously when cancer comes back it's usually not good um And for those of you who may worry hearing this or whatever, like, no, it's all good now. She's perfectly healthy. She's been almost five years cancer-free, I'm pretty sure. So, and and I was, like, in fourth grade when all this happened, too. So, it was, like, kind of, I didn't really understand it that much. So, I never really had any trauma from it. Um, But, obviously you you've had your mom around for your whole life and so that's I I just can't even imagine the pain and how sad and hard that would be because I can't imagine losing my mom like at such a young age that's unbearable like I just I know that this is a really tough time for you and so I don't want to say that I can really help but at least you know that like you're not the only one going through this and um and I I really, I'm just so sorry that this is happening to you, but about your brother and you saying that you don't really know how he feels about this, um, I, I wouldn't worry about that too much, and I say this because I'm kind of, like, the reverse in my family, like, I don't really talk to my brother when I'm sad because I just, I guess, I don't know, like, I want to be strong for him or something, I don't know why I do, I just don't, um, but my little brother has come to me when he's sad before, and so he probably, like, from his perspective, he's like, I have no idea what she thinks of this or this or whatever, and probably thinks that I don't care about certain things or, like, whatever, when in reality, maybe I'm, like, up crying in my room and he doesn't know, but I just don't show my emotions to him, and, and that's just the relationship we have, I don't know why, but we do, and so obviously, like, I don't know what, your relationship is like with your brother but if he's not talking about it it's probably just because he needs some time to process it on his own and and that's fine but also make sure that you're checking on him for sure because you know that's a really hard thing for anyone and no one should be alone during that but you know sometimes people do want to be alone all I can really say is that I don't think there's any moment where you would be ready to lose your mom and so as much as you try to prepare yourself in that moment you're never going to be ready and it's gonna hurt and it's not gonna be fun at all and it makes me so so sad even talking about this and to think that you and your dad and brother will be left without her is is extremely sad and I'm so sorry again that this is happening but um I think your mindset changes everything and if you look at it from the perspective of celebrating her life rather than losing her life um I guess I could help alleviate the pain a little bit but I really I don't think there's anything I can say to make this feel better and I wish there was but this is such a heavy subject that like I I I just wish I could help but I don't know how how to take a little break for a second because that like made me so sad I think it would make me that sad but like it did um but yeah you're amazing you're strong and anyone else who is going through anything as serious as this you can always dm me i mean even if it's not for an advice podcast come to me with any issues you have and although i may not respond sorry i can't talk respond like immediately um i'm always here and i'll get to you guys and i love you guys so much and i just hope that all of you are doing well and i just If you think that no one cares about you, I do. So I just hope you guys know that. 
Anyways, I'm gonna end this podcast on that note, not like trying to make it on a sad note or anything, but like a happy note. I love you guys. And if you have anything that you want to suggest for the next episode, please DM me at sisterspillyt on Instagram, or you can tweet me at sisterspill11 on Twitter. I just don't go on Twitter as much, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I made it extra long for you guys because I know you haven't heard from me in two weeks. So this was a special little treat for you guys, and I hope you guys really enjoyed and I would be very surprised if a lot of people actually made it to the end of this so if you're making it to the end of this podcast and you listen to the whole thing I'm very impressed so dm me um let's do pink popsicle if you listen to the whole thing and I would be very very impressed if you guys actually dm me because I don't know I just feel like most people won't actually listen to this whole thing but um I'm gonna wrap it up here I love you guys so much and I will see you next week